Welcome from the banks of the Rappahannock River on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Kendall Quinn, and this is the Daily Thistle for Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. Hey y'all, welcome to today's Sisters Pride. Today, a member of the Sisters Pride Club, Troy Howard, will be leading a teacher interview with Mr. Cunningham. So tune in. I'm Mr. Cunningham. I teach geometry, uh, algebra two, and religion. Oh, good. Uh, this is your first year at St. Margaret's, teaching at St. Margaret's mm-hmm. Pride. Yeah. It's really cool. Are you team blue or gray? I'm team gray all the way. Team gray, team gray. Um. How was like that day for you? Like, put like the colors you can say, like picking. Oh, it was kind of exciting. Yeah, I never really done anything like that. I think everyone should get have that opportunity to, to be chosen for something mm-hmm. unexpected at some point in their life. Yeah, I mean, like my first year last year was kind of like scary, but mm. it was fun. Um, if you could win a gold medal in any non-athletic event, what would it be? Uh, whistling. Whistling. I only learned to whistle relatively recently, so. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't click my fingers or whistle for a long time. Uh, but I figured it out, and I was very proud of it, but my whistling is not good enough yet. I'd like to eventually be a gold medalist in whistling. Yeah. Uh, why did you want to be a teacher? Uh, I, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a certain point that comes, right, where you've been learning things over your life, uh, you've had these experiences and you begin to see like where they're leading and I thought that my education and the experiences that I had were increasingly suiting me uh, to teach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people have this realization at different times in their life. Some people have it even before they go to college. Like some people decide age eight I want to be an astronaut and they really follow that through. But for me it came later in life. I, I, when I was getting towards the end of my time in college, I realized, you know what, this is what my experience is pointing me towards teaching. This is what my education suits me for. Oh, uh, so everyone everyone has that realization at some point, but it, come, it comes at different times. Oh, um, What was the biggest learning curve as a teacher? Uh, how long how long grading takes, right? How long grading takes? Yeah, you, you hear about this, that right, grading takes a lot of time, but to really give meaningful feedback it takes like a while? It takes a while, at least as long as it takes for a student to do the homework, to give really good grades for it. It's not just like looking at the answer key and, and, and uh, writing down the numbers and, and putting ticks and crosses. It's really trying to decipher what the student has put out there, particularly in math, because often behind the appearance of a wrong answer, there's a right answer, or at least something you can engage about. So yeah, I, when I first started, I knew going in that, oh, everyone says it takes a long time to mark work, but I really didn't know until I started doing it. Yeah. Um, what do you like most about teaching? Uh, this is really the same as what I like least about <laughs> it. Or sort of like experientially, what I like most about it is yeah. that it involves growth. But growth is uh, sometimes uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? You have to grow, you have to develop new capacities, and you have to change. You have to adapt as a, as a teacher to the needs of the students and the needs of the courses you're, you're teaching. And that can be uncomfortable. That's probably the, 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 the least uh, both, both, the, both the best and the worst thing about it is the, the change that it requires of you. Mm-hmm. Well, the next question was, what do you like least about teaching? Yeah, so I think I think it is the fact that you know sometimes growth is not to our preferences because if it was right, 
do our preferences, it wouldn't involve change, right? Mm -hmm. Our preferences have to change, that's uncomfortable, that's growth. So it is the thing that's both satisfying and that requires us to leave our comfort zone. Yeah. Learning involves leaving our comfort zone. So, I, you know, it hasn't always been easy to do that here. Yeah. But it's, when it has happened, it has been the, the best part of the job. Yeah. Uh, why did you choose to teach at St. Margaret's? Uh, it really was a stream program. Like, I do believe in an integrated, interdisciplinary curriculum, and that's what stream will allow for, or has been allowing for. So it really was stream. That whole that whole idea about what education should be is, it, it really will work. It really does work. It really does open up the subjects and allow them to, to blend into each other. Did you find this place, or did they find you? Uh, I found this place, yeah. Um, how did you... How do you still be an avid learner even after school? Uh, it has to be a leisure activity. It has to be something you do for pleasure, for enjoyment, for its own sake. That's the only way that you'll stay a learner long term. Do you consider yourself an avid learner? Um, yeah, I mean, I do. I do, despite how busy school makes me, I, I try and carve out that time to just do stuff that involves my brain that isn't directly related to work. I think you have to hold on to that if you want to keep an agile and active mind or even just stay healthy and happy. Um, the next two questions are like more kind of just like fun questions. Mm. What is your favorite book? Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno? Yeah, that a man's journey into the underworld and then out the other side. Uh, it's very graphic. Uh, it's very exciting and it's very funny in places and it's also a poem it's beautifully written yeah cool who's a bi uh dante oh yeah uh what is your favorite tv show uh i don't know i have a couple of favorites but i do like a relaxing watch is uh doc martin which is a story about this um standoffish doctor on this little island sort of like uh, off the coast of England, southern England. So it's like Doc a nice Martin. Doc Martin. Yeah, it's like he's like he's like really grumpy and rude to his patients, but he's underneath it all, he's like a good doctor. So it's one of those like character pieces that can be. That is this like? This is an American TV. No, it's yeah. A little slice. What's your favorite American TV show? Uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, Better Call Saul is so good. Yeah, I love Breaking Bad. It's really Bad. good. I really love. Well, I hate Breaking Bad. You hate Breaking Bad? I think it's. It's too difficult to watch. The characters are too sleazy. Oh, they're so funny. I love them. But medical soul gets yeah. it right. The, the people can be bad, right? But they don't lose that core of likability. Yeah. In the way that in Breaking Bad, I'm just like, these are just despicable characters. In medical soul, it's, it keeps me hanging on. It keeps me praying for them to do the right thing. Yeah. Um, if you could change one thing in the education system, what would it be? Um, I maybe wouldn't have us. I'm not sure, I maybe wouldn't have us in it for as long or I would have more breaks. So like any, everyone could benefit from a gap year, but the worry is that yeah. you do it at the wrong time or you fall too far behind. But maybe, you know, at age 16 or something, we should go off into the world and, and work for a bit. Um, I think that'd be so cool. And then come back to education with some idea of our life experiences. But generally we should have this feeling of like life and education being blended together, yeah. rather than the feeling of, oh, I get educated for 18 years and then that's it, I don't have to learn anything anymore. Yeah. That was too much, right? I was in school for eight hours a day for 15 years straight, like I'm done with school. We should never have that feeling of yeah. like being done learning.
Um, what did you wish your students, what do you wish your students know about you? Uh, like one thing you wish your students like, know about you? That, you know, if they get a grade on a quiz or something that they're not happy with, that doesn't mean I'm like disappointed with them. I, I, you do hear that from students, they think, oh, if I get like a C grade on a quiz, the teacher, the teacher isn't going to like or respect me anymore. It's really, it's really not like that, I think, speaking for myself, but also for other teachers, right? Uh, you, that's not who you are as a human being, right? It's just a place to start from in terms of, if you want to improve that, fine, but don't take it as a sort of a sticker price of what your value is, right? That really, it, it, for most teachers, is going to be very far from what's on their mind. Yeah, I feel like it's good. And what, for our final question, what is one piece of advice you would give to a state market school? Well, to do with my uh, answer earlier, it's that um, if you want to learn for life, and that's an important thing, and you think it sounds like a good thing to do, you have to find what you enjoy learning, right? Mm -hmm. And now's the time to do it. Find out if, if your passion is for English or for the sciences, or if it's for both of them, that's fine as well. We can have passions that are sort of combinations of different subjects. Find what you enjoy, right, and what you're going to want to keep learning for the rest of your life because here is the, the time where you have that mixture of freedom but also the structure to like introduce you to new things because uh, you never know where that passion, you're going to find that passion. But you should look for it if you, if you want to keep learning. Alright, thank you so much Mr. Cunningham. On the river today, the sun will rise at 7.31 a.m. and set at 6.09 p.m. Low tide will be at 10.21 a.m., high tide at 4.14 p.m. Low tide returns at 11.23 p.m. It will be a waning crescent moon with 94% illumination. North winds will be from 15 to 10 miles per hour. Waves will be 2 feet. A strong cold front passes through the waters. It is stalling to the southeast today and tonight. A secondary boundary will pass through the waters Wednesday morning with a high pressure system building. There will be a slight chance of rain with a high of 49 degrees. Chance of participation is 50%. Tonight, it will fall to 39 degrees. In news from the BBC. BBC News. The head of the UN's children's agency, UNICEF, has said that more than 420 children are being killed or injured in Gaza every day as Israel continues its sustained bombardment of the territory. Speaking at the UN Security Council, Catherine Russell said the figure should shake council members to the core. The head of the UN's Relief Agency for Palestinians warned that operations in Gaza could become impossible if civil order continued to break down. In the first known rescue of a hostage since Hamas seized more than 200 Israelis during its violent attack earlier this month, an abducted soldier has been reunited with her family. Private Ori Magadish was freed by the Israeli military during its ongoing ground operation in the Gaza Strip. The Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has told foreign journalists there will be no ceasefire until Hamas is dismantled. He said a ceasefire would mean surrendering to Hamas. In other news, the head of Panama's Electoral Commission has said it isn't possible to organise a referendum on controversial mining legislation. He said it would interfere with preparations for general elections in May. The legislation has triggered widespread protests. President Biden has welcomed a tentative deal between General Motors and striking workers to end weeks of industrial action. The government of Haiti has suspended all flights to Nicaragua, which has become a favoured connection point for migrants trying to reach the US. The decision took hundreds of people by surprise at the international airport in Port-au-Prince. 
In football, the Argentinian star Lionel Messi has won the Ballon d'Or trophy after inspiring his country to win the World Cup. The women's Ballon d'Or went to Spain's Aitana Bonmati. Remember, you're listening to the nation's only independent school news feed from the banks of the Rappahannock River here from the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I'm Kendall Quinn, and this was your Daily Thistle. As we grow in age, may we grow in grace.